This is an MVP podcast. My Village Productions. Well, welcome to Sip and Tea, a show where we explore the random thoughts that pop up at inconvenient times. I'm your host, Andy. Hello. And I'm Mita. Smoke weed every day. Hot mic. You just got too close with your face hole. I did. I wanted to make sure you guys really got this uh, <laughs> this vocal. So it is, it's April. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. It's the fourth month of the March year. March really went by fast. Like, yeah. We're fat. Yeah. Like, we are in That's Vegas for, like, way too long. But then, like, it, it long, felt. Yeah. But then, like, that seems like it was, like, a month ago. But it was actually, like, what? Two, two weeks? weeks? Not even 14 days? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know what, what happened. Wild. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But, so April has a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff happening. In yeah. Um, but taxes are due. Taxes are due. And that actually does align with the Rihanna. That does align with the topic for the day. It does. So, and, and maybe that's why it's also taxes are due. It's yeah. because April is financial literacy month. Well, I, I think that's why it's financial literacy month. Because taxes in, in the are, United States. Yeah. Because financial literacy month has actually been observed in Canada for a very long time. But and I it's also in bet November. They, they probably teach their kids like financial Matt, literacy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. like all of us are graduating from public school. I read an article about how Americans don't need financial literacy. And I said, the fuck we don't. Well, yeah, if you don't, it's I feel like it's again, I'm a very big I'm a, I'm the type of person who believes that America limits our access to education, because if you are uneducated, it keeps you ignorant. And then if you're mm. ignorant, you're stupid. And if you're stupid, you vote for Trump. Right. So it's like you, we are keeping these people in power by remaining. Let them know yeah. by remaining ignorant or whatever. So it's oh, important. Bitch. It is important. Financial literacy is very important. And I wish they would. It really is like it's like a basic thing that we should learn in, before we graduate oh, high school. Absolutely. Like, well, that's a, the article is just ridiculous because I was just like, what do you mean we don't need financial literacy? And I was like, I don't know anything. Yeah, you don't. You definitely don't. Because I was never graduate. anything. Yeah, you don't learn it like in public education. My parents did their best and, and explained things to me and, right. and all that. And I mean, I'm an adult and I'm surviving wouldn't say i'm thriving but like same i'm getting by surviving i'm alive all right um but there's a lot about finances that like just really go over my head like like public education in like in america like you don't learn about like it's and i think this is intentional too they don't teach you like debt credit interest rates how yeah. to do your taxes. I didn't know how to fill out a W-2, honestly, until I was probably like 28 years old. And at that point, yeah. I'd had like three corporate jobs and I was just like picking numbers. Yeah. I was like, zero dependent? Is that right? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's so embarrassing because it's everybody is affected by finances. Yes. Um, and your credit score and all of that shit. It's so important. And yet nobody teaches you like, yeah. how do you keep your credit score high? How cool. do you build credit? I also think credits like the whole credit system is stupid. It's but stupid. Like, yeah, but I'd rather have a personally. I'd rather have a financial credit system than than a social credit system. Yeah, which is they have both in China. Okay, and I would be, I'd be blackballed if there was a social credit system because mm. I'm not talking to anybody. I mean, but financial credit that's individual, so I'm thriving. Yeah, she ain't got no money. <laughs> She's indebted, but the credit looks good even though I have no money. Yes. <laughs> So you chose these topics for us. So we're going to go over some just financial literacy. We both chose, I'm assuming, topics that we're just going to talk about, like a topic. Yeah, yeah. Just within like within the realm. Yeah, yeah. Just like, uh, yeah, just a topic within financial literacy. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we do that, though, because I am a game player. A player. I want to play a game. 
yeah i just i want to play a game i always want to play a game and i pressed it twice so okay we're gonna assume it worked yeah <laughs> all right uh you ask first okay just picking randomly would you rather live in a virtual reality where you are all powerful or live in the real world and be able to go anywhere but not be able to interact with anyone or anything. So it's like you're a god in the machine or a ghost in real life. Ghost in real life. Okay. I'm very much, I'd prefer that. Which That's is, what I assumed when yeah. I got when I got that question. I was like, mm, I, I'm pretty sure she's going to choose to be well, I always, alive. I will always, I will always choose reality over virtual. Oh, yeah. 100%. There was that horrible movie with Bruce Willis, um, The Surrogates? Yeah. The surrogacy yeah, or something? The, I the think surrogates? Surrogate? The Surrogate? Or maybe it's and it was literally like that, like you like everybody was living in virtual reality, like they were in real life in their like apartments, like in these pods. Yeah, that's what Meta's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what that Meta is trying to turn the world into. And that's bad. I don't like it. I personally like like trees and grass, and like I might not be a fan of bees, but I respect them. You know, I'll swat them away. Yeah, I'd rather do that than like be in a pod. Cause like yeah. I'm a human and I need like sunshine and social yeah. interaction and like yeah. sunshine. Yeah. We are living organisms. Yeah. Turn off your meta. <laughs> Cause it's dangerous. Yeah. No, I will always choose reality. Um, and I'd rather be completely invisible in reality than to yeah. even yeah, yeah. dip a toe. Into Cause the also like what a treat, what a dream. I don't have to talk to anybody. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going. Yeah. I'm just living my life. Yeah. Isn't that, I think honestly that's a dream for everybody, but culture won't let us do it everybody's all up in everybody's business and if you're a ghost technically animals can see you and they'll probably come up and interact with you honestly cats i don't trust them they always be staring at stuff and i'm like there's a spirit there every now and then i feel like dogs are kind of they're not as tapped in as cats yeah because cats are like i mean the ancient egyptians were right they really are tapped into some kind of spiritual shit Mm -hmm. because cats are different i love dogs all animals have it but cats are very specific they know when shit and that's why they're always staring at corners which is like, can you Creepy. Stop? Like, they're engaged staring at the corner. Wasn't our friend's dog who was, like, staring behind you one day in this room? Like, he was just, like, staring into the darkness Somebody was you. right behind me, and I was like, you gotta tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I see people staring behind me, I'm like, you have to warn me if there's, like, danger or a ghost or just anything. You have to yeah. tell me anything that's yeah. happening behind me. That's 100%. what friends do. All right. Yeah. Andrew. Yes. Would you rather be compelled to high-five everyone uh, you meet? Mm-hmm. Or be compelled to give wedgies to anyone in a green shirt. Mm. That is a that is they're both gross. I'm gonna say high five. You can always wipe your hands after. Yeah, yeah. I'm not touching your undies though. Well, I'm not touching your undies. I feel like I'm gonna get jumped if I do that. Like if I yeah. if I walk up to a random person and give them a wedgie. Well, yeah, random green shirted person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's assault. Yeah. <laughs> At least a high five, I'd be like, give me some. No, okay. True. And then like, yeah. And most people, I think, would give you a high yeah. five. People Which love that like shit. Fun. Yeah. And they, then they'd be like, oh, he's the fun guy. Yeah, I got a high five from this guy today. Yeah, that would make that would yeah. actually make people happy. And then you just promptly spray your hand with yes, hand sanitizer. Absolutely. Y'all are not. And it's also like hands. if you if you, the wording of it, it's like anybody that you meet. And I don't yeah. meet a lot of people, so true. That's true. Yeah, I don't talk to people. Everyone you meet, that's true. I would actually end up high fiving a lot of people. True. Weirdly enough, I'm good at starting a. I'll start a conversation in the line yeah. at the grocery store. No, what I'm are we like, doing? Avoid eye contact. Don't look at me. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. Yeah, trying to be a human. I'm or not whatever. trying to, but yeah. I think I. I think I gotta get better. 
I think I gotta get better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So financial literacy month. Yeah. So let's. Who? I. You want to? You want me to pick it? You want me to start? Or you want to start? Okay. Well, let's like start. Let's start with saying what our topic is. Like, okay. so what? What? What did you choose this? So week? for financial literacy, I wanted to go into something that I know very well. Okay. Debt opposite of me <laughs> okay wow cool. okay good i mean i'm not surprised we are like yin and yang the opposite like, people yeah 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 um but yeah it's i i chose something that i don't know very much about okay. and that's investing ah smart okay yeah so that's good so i did debt and like payoff strategies and then i also did a little bit on uh future planning for a single person because a okay. lot of people my age and just a lot of people in general Sorry. So, yeah. So I also wanted to talk about future planning for the single person, because if you don't have kids, your retirement and how you handle like being elderly, assuming you get to that point, is yeah. completely different than people oh, who yeah. have like dependents and stuff. Definitely. So, but yeah, debt, because I know her. She knows me. Okay. She's a bitch. Let's go into debt. All right. Let's, let's talk let's about talk debt. About so for me, I have a lot of debt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not proud of it um well and some of that is like unavoidable like you have yeah. student loan debt student which, loan debt um i had car debt but i paid that off which then because you have student loan debt then you also have credit card debt because yeah. that's how you have to pay for things when yeah. you're like fresh out of college or even in college right without like a steady stream of income or like a good income well let's talk about like financial literacy month like i graduated high school and mm -hmm. then i went to university i went yeah. to like i did the whole full five year five-year college experience and the first thing that happened when i enrolled in college and like my like i got to school like mm -hmm. that day in august or whatever um they give you they give you a credit card they immediately opened a checking account and a credit card for like every student on campus which doesn't seem it doesn't seem legit first of all i remember yeah. thinking like this can't be right and then um so they and, and all through the same major pain in the ass bank that's that's like run by terrible people yeah i wonder if that's normal like I, and i wonder too. i wonder if like all universities do that like when you go to traditional do. school because i am you know a 32 year old adult in going to school going to yeah. school and they didn't do any of that but i'm wondering yeah. if like if you do go to like a traditional school like fresh out of high school if that is a normal if it's thing normal that they do i i wonder i would it, it, please it, leave a comment or something. it sounds weird to me it i thought it was weird because i was 18 years old literally like the sounds first like, week of college sounds like they're getting a kickback from this bank it, they have like, to because right. they're every year you're opening thousands of checking yeah. accounts and credit cards <laughs> through like wells fargo or u.s bank or yeah. bank of america these aren't like good. i would <laughs> rather die no you wouldn't than ever have to work with u.s bank or the bank of america i won't say die but like i'd, I'd lit a i'd lit a or, well, I, or wells fargo they're, like, all, they're all the devil who, they're all the devil and i, I and, even and i think those are the banking institutions that are big enough to like handle that yeah where it's like i i it's not like you're gonna do like a small credit union right so if you go to like cu boulder does cu boulder have like a thing where when you enroll as a student there you automatically get a credit card or a checking account from right. u.s bank or whatever like i don't know but yeah, I don't know. Well, actually, I think it's my credit union that. Um, oh, maybe more local. They're big, um, like sponsors, or they're affiliated with the university. So, like all of their ATMs and stuff are run by that same mm -hmm. credit union. Maybe so that and that would be better because with credit union you have some ownership. Yeah. But yeah, so the only reason, okay, first of all, the only way I was able to go to college was because my mom got me a credit card when I was a teenager. But she, I didn't use it; she used it. Yeah. So she built my credit. Like she getting gas and stuff. Adult. She was responsible. And then 
it's literally the only reason I was able to go to college because I had debt and I had a credit history going back to when I was technically like 13 years old because mm-hmm. my mom was smart in that way. So then I had credit to destroy with student loans. Yeah. So in that way, it's like I'm thankful because I would not have gone to school if I didn't. I didn't have any money. Like I didn't come from a rich, rich household or anything. So fast forward 34 years old. I've got cri- what I consider crippling credit card debt. Okay. Now I can handle it, so it's not crippling, but it's it feels heavy to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I want it gone. Well, she's a tourist. She likes she likes you know treating herself. Every yeah. Now and, then. and so when you have these institutions that are taking your money, right, because of your your credit card debt, then it's like you can't. You can't, can't I can't thrive. Yeah, you can't buy the stuff you want to buy. I'm what I want. Yeah, yeah I got to pay off debt. But it's also like, you know, you're 18 years old and you have to get books for the first time. Which? The price is wrong. And also, is it legal to be a professor at a university who, like, makes a bunch of money there, but then also make it where you write your own textbook so now all the students are forced to buy your and book? And like, every other semester you change a comma, so then you yeah. have to, like... That book's not good anymore. Yeah, you got to get revised edition number six, so it's going to cost $3,000 more than five. And it's like, I don't I'm think this is legal. freshly 32 years old, and I do not understand the price of, of textbooks every fucking semester it's, when I have to drop sometimes upwards of like $1,000 for yeah. just textbooks and not even physical textbooks no digital copies pdfs Which should be cheaper free. it should be free i mean 399 talk about it 3.99 talk about it you email it to me i talk open a link it. three dollars i give exactly. you three dollars what am i getting out of this <laughs> technically an education. i'm using my ipad right to access your book you should be paying me yeah honestly but then also on because top of I'm buying downloading the data on top of buying your book i'm also paying for your class right and that shit ain't cheap. It's like thousand dollars a day. It's like, what am I doing? I fucking hate it. So, so imagine being eighteen years old. Yeah. First generation college student. So I didn't yeah. have any anybody to look up to. And it's like the first. I remember the first time I went to the bookstore to buy books, and it was like seven hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. And I was like, that's a lot of money. I guess I put it on the credit card I just got. That's what <laughs> that's what cards are for, right? So then fast forward, it's like a bitch is drowning. So I've been well, yeah, because then it's that's every semester. Every semester you have to buy new books, um, cost of living, right? Yeah. Then also you're you're like 18, 19, 20 years old, you're doing the university thing. Somebody's gotta yeah. buy me beer. Well, yeah, so you're not buy free. beer. Yeah. So you're gonna go I out, needed gas, go I had a car almost every night because yeah. you're with your friends. Thank God all college students work at restaurants and they're giving you discounts. I mean because <laughs> Because if Kai wasn't working at Apple's, Applebee's and bringing Applebee's? me like, Applebee's, if, if I didn't have friends working at Applebee's and Olive Garden, yeah. I don't know if I would have been able Ugh, to eat. Olive Garden. We got a lot of free. Uh, all of our, Olive Garden used to be good. It was the breadsticks back then. Yeah. We had a friend who would bring us like, you know, you had unlimited breadsticks and salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the plug. He was a plug. Smart. So I have decades of experience in paying off yes. debt and I have been successful. So I'm going to talk about the two methods that I've tried and the one that I fucking hate and the okay. one that seems to be working. So before we really dive into like any of like our suggestions or anything, right. legally, this is not advice. No. You should not listen to like, no. you should not take anything that we're saying to like heart. No. Like don't solely base your decision based off of anything that we're saying here today. I just want to, I'm going to reiterate that later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want anybody to come out and go, I, what you said and i did it blah blah i can see it happening honestly if that happens it's an immediate reflection of the public school system i mean honestly. like they won't teach you financial literacy needs, and you'll listen to it, two strangers on a podcast that yeah, you've never yeah, met yeah, and yeah. think that i have authority but it just it doesn't need to be said <laughs> it, it, yeah, it needs yeah. to be said is it what does. i so don't take it with a grain of salt yes. like this is just informational you can exactly. google it so exactly same thing make your own decisions right. don't let other people make the decisions for you yeah 
So the two methods for paying down debt that I like, and okay. this is like consumer debt. So usually credit cards, um, if you have loans, like car loans, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So the first one is called the avalanche method. And this mm -hmm. is the one that I did for probably like eight years straight mm -hmm. and didn't really see anything out of it. So the avalanche method <laughs> involves making the minute pay minimum payment on all your debt. Always okay. make the minimum. Absolutely. Never miss a payment. That's no. what fucks up your credit. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, but then you use any extra money that you have after you pay off the minimum on all your debt. Whatever little extra you have, whether it be $5 or $500 a month that mm -hmm. you can, you know, contribute to paying off debt, you pay off the highest interest. Okay. So if you have three credit cards, yeah, 20% interest, 15% interest, 10% interest, you bank the minimum on all three, and then you add the extra to the 20% interest card. Okay. And essentially what you're doing is you've already paid off the interest for the month, so you're contributing directly to the principal for that card. Yeah. And so what you're going to, and then also you're throwing away the most money. If your interest is 20%, for every hundred dollars that you pay, twenty percent yeah. of it is the interest that you're you're paying off, which is stupid. Deep. So, <laughs> so I've been doing that for eight years, and it did work. I was able to pay off one credit card. Okay, doing that. None of the other ones were touched. I don't know why it's not doing the okay. same thing for the other cards. So then you do the snowball method, which is the one I'm doing now. Okay, and this one I think most people don't do, but the reason I am enjoying it is because I I now have like mathematical confirmation that my debt is decreasing okay so avalanche you pay the highest interest with your extra money the snowball method you pay um your smallest debt okay so if your three credit cards again maybe the one that's 15 percent interest only has a 500 dollars balance yeah you're and everything else is over a thousand even though it's a lower interest rate you're going to pay that one off first mm -hmm. and the reason i like that method is because for me a person who needs visual confirmation that like all these things that i'm trying to do is actually working when you pay off the lowest um uh uh what's the word <laughs> The smallest debt, sorry. When you pay off the smallest debt first, you see it with that extra payment. Yeah. Like you've made the minimum and then you apply $200 to it. It's the lowest one. So all of a sudden that 500 actually is $300 of yeah. debt due. Like you visually see it. And for me, that's working better. Yeah. Because when you're paying off the highest interest, sometimes it looks like you're spinning your wheels. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I do. Highest interest or the smallest debt? Smallest debt. So snowball. Yeah. yeah. So like the ones that are like higher, I'm just like, that's going to take a while. So yeah. like you're just going to. I always pay above, like above the minimum, but then right. not not my lot sometimes. But oh, like. my student loans, I pay I think like two dollars and thirty eight cents more than the minimum. Right, like I just it's round like, it up to the next like solid number. Yeah, really, like um, okay, well, a minimum payment is this, so I'm gonna give you like twenty dollars more right. and like call it a day. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But then like the smallest one, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna throw like one hundred fifty dollars of this, and then like. You'll see it. Yeah. Like you see the debt get made. The the latest thing I've been doing is my like my newest credit card is I've been treating it like an Amex where it's like anything that I put on it for that month, I have to pay off. Oh, and that's the best the way. Month. That's and the best way to handle credit card debt. They've already raised my like credit like my credit limit by like three times already because they're right. like you're being responsible and they're and also like, going to increase your credit score doing that too yeah so if it's if, if that's something that's attainable definitely do that yeah if, if there's a way to pay off your credit cards in in full every month and mm -hmm. never pay interest but by doing that it's like i'm i am like very like attentive to being like all right like you don't use this card like yes you I'll use it to buy like the eighty dollars of groceries. Right. Let it sit there for the month, and then like right before the due date, I'm like eighty dollars go. Right. But you also don't want to do it right before the due date. You want to do it before your interest hits. Yeah. So if true. your if your due date is the fifteenth of the month, yeah. the interest might be calculated on the fifth. Which so I would pay it off yeah. on the fourth. They always um <laughs> they always this card actually um 
it's like integrated into my phone. So like mm. they um they actually send me a pop up notification to let me know before the interest hits. See, and that's which smart. Is, which that's is nice. nice. So that's, and so that's, that's a good way to help. And that's when. I go in and I'm like, yeah, pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish yeah. all banks did that. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely benefit definitely. from that. Um, so yeah, avalanche method, snowball method. And then the only other thing that I personally have done that mm-hmm. I recommend is making a payment, whatever it is, for every paycheck. Especially yeah. if you're the type of person who gets paid bi-weekly. I know some people get paid weekly. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, honestly, chip away at your debt with every paycheck because there's always an extra paycheck uh, like mm-hmm. twice a year, Yeah. right? There's always a month that has like three or five weekends or five yeah. whatevers. So you end up having an extra check. If you yeah. make that extra student loan payment or credit card payment, it actually does round up over the year. Like mm-hmm. if it's an extra 150 a payment, that's $300 a year that you're paying towards your debt. Yeah. It doesn't seem like much now, but I've been doing that with my student loans since since I started paying them. Yeah. And I will pay them off like three years early. That's good. So over 15 years, I got it down to 12, which doesn't yeah. seem like much, but... When you're approaching your 40s, it will be nice to not have student loan debt. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like Obama. I'm not smart. Yeah. I need to get this debt off my back. Yeah. I'm not going to be president, so I need to pay it off now. Yeah. So that's that's the other little recommendation is just pay with every paycheck. Pay something. Smart. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's what I got for quick debt payoff strategies, I guess. All right. Just recommendations that I've I've lived. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So investing yo investing let's get into it because i don't know nothing about it me neither and so according so what is investing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the dictionary definition like this is from merriam webster dictionary fancy uh investing involves committing money in order to earn a financial return this essentially means that you invest money to make money and achieve your financial goals okay so in general investing can be like associated with Putting money away for a long period of time and does not always mean trading stocks. And I I say that. Right. Because that's the first thing you think. Because I have always thought, like, I've always associated investing with the stock market. Yeah. Um, And it was like the end all be all. Like, it was like, like that's what you do. That's how it's taught. If yeah. It is, yeah. And like, if you're an investor, you're playing the market. But there's so much other stuff out there's, there. I, the main investments I do are actually CDs. Because I can't be trusted to have access to my money. So fair, you, you have fair, to lock it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so investing is riskier than saving money. Yes, it is. When you save money, it is almost always guaranteed to be there. Yeah, that. because yeah, if the bank is FDIC yeah. insured, you, you're going to get your money back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> but obviously investments can be lost. Right, so right. Stock market crashes. Yes. Yeah. So according to Wealth Simple, this is where I pulled a lot of this information. Okay. Wealthsimple.com. None wrong. I like simple things. Um, they g- they gave a really great comparison for us. And what it is is what twenty thousand dollars looks like in 30 years, three different ways. Right. Yes. Okay. And so under the what they call under the mattress, which is just like you save your own cash yeah. at home and you just keep it. You hoard and, it at yeah. Home. Um twenty thousand dollars is just twenty thousand dollars. It, it doesn't earn anything, it yeah. doesn't you don't get any return on it. It's just a lumpy mattress. Yep. In a savings account that earns 2% interest, $20,000 in 30 years becomes $36,337. So $16,337 so, a bonus. Yeah. Or a uh, financial return. Financial, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then investing $20,000 in something that earns, let's say, 5.48% yep. interest in return becomes $99,113 over 30 years. Right. So clearly... Right investing is going to give you the highest return right but it also has the higher risk so yeah, exactly 
you take gotta, your poison. Exactly. The best way to do is to do both. Yes. You save. Yes. And then you also just, exactly. just yeah, you invest a little like thirty dollars, fifty dollars a month, whatever. Right. Yeah. So types of investment that you can make are like stocks, bonds, ETFs, um, mutual funds, mm-hmm. cash equivalents. Real estate's always a great investment. Apparently, it's it's always stable. Yeah so wild um something called reits which i didn't even look into it i was like that's a long acronym. yeah that's a whole new one <laughs> and, never, co- never and seen commodities okay commodities so i'm gonna go over a couple of these not all of them because like we could talk all, all fucking day if, if i went over every single one of those investing is thick um so i just chose kind of like the, the two more common ones so i chose um stocks bonds and the etfs okay So stocks are bought and sold predominantly on stock exchanges. Right. Um, New York. And but there can be like private sales with that as well. Okay. But typically it's done through the stock exchange. Yeah. Um, And they are the foundation of many individual like investors portfolios. Yeah. Mine is got some stocks. So these transactions have to conform to government regulations that are meant to protect investors from fraudulent practices. Okay. That makes sense. So that's a stock. You can you can. There's thousands of apps out there that can help you right. get into that if that's what you want and to do. And one thing to mention is that, like, if you do end up getting a, a, a job or you end up working someplace like a corporate gig, like a standard mm-hmm. kind of just like a normal white-collar corporate gig kind of place, you're probably your retirement's going to be invested in that company's stock yeah. if they are on the stock market. Yeah. And so that's when it taps into your retirement. Yeah. Like, you can work someplace for 30 years, and all of your retirement will be in their stocks, and then if that company... If you, if it Enrons, mm-hmm. if you have an Enron situation, mm-hmm. all your shit is gone. Yeah, that's why it's dangerous. Yeah, one hundred percent. So then, a bond is a fixed income instrument that represents a loan made by an investor to a borrower, typically corporate or governmental. A bond could be thought of as like an IOU between the lender and borrower ah. that includes the details of the loan and its payments. Bonds are used by companies, municipalities states governments okay um to finance projects and operations oh yeah so it's like the state infrastructure bond for fixing i-70 exactly. yeah see now the words make sense so owners of bonds are debt holders or creditors of the issuer see that's where they're losing me what now mm-hmm. right so <laughs> creditors of the issuer. so if you own a bond you are you hold that debt you own their debt yeah. okay yeah 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 okay. um or you're like the you're considered a creditor. Okay. Which cuz you're giving them money, right? Yeah, like, you're holding yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened with the mortgage thing, right? Yeah. People were owning the debt. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Bundling the debt. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's a bond in a very quick it, nutshell. You yeah. can look up you can look up a lot more detail of this like when you when I would try to look up like what's a stock, what's a bond, what's yeah. an EFT? pages yeah like i just chose like i'm like and we're just gonna we're gonna go over just like the basic definition of it right because it's when a you lot. get into thick of it it's a lot of information it's a lot that's why it should be like a class that every senior has to take before graduating absolutely. out of public school yeah absolutely so an exchange traded fund or an etf okay yep is a type of pooled investment security that operates much like a mutual fund Typically, ETFs will track a particular index, sector, commodity, or other asset, but unlike mutual funds, ETFs can be purchased or sold on a stock exchange the same way that a regular stock can. Okay. An ETF can be structured to track anything from the price of an individual commodity to a large and diverse collection of securities. ETFs can be structured to track specific investment strategies. Okay. So, um, 
essentially. <laughs> like you can buy like a group of stocks and that's like an ETF. Like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. you're buying like a a conglomerate of stocks yes. but they're all in the same like family of yes they're so. all within like the same industry but it's like multiple companies so you got like or... a mortgage etf which is bundled mortgages yeah. which destroyed the company or like i've seen on uh, now modern days we have like cannabis and weed company yeah. they have etfs because there's so many of them they're yeah. bought they're they're grouped together yeah, yeah. okay that makes sense now. yeah so i took this next part like literally verbatim from wild simple so so they get all the credit for the things that i'm about right. to say um So it says, first things first, before you start investing in anything, you should always ask yourself a couple of really important questions. These questions determine whether you're in a good enough financial shape to start investing right now. You might want to pay some debt before you start investing. Do you have a lot of credit card debt? You should pay that down. (laughs) If the answer is yes, you're probably not in a position to invest quite yet. First, do everything you can to erase that debt because no investment you'll find will consistently outperform the 14% or so APR that you're likely forking over to a credit card company to service your debt. Dead ass. Um, Dead ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next question is, do you have an emergency fund? Can we talk about Susie Orman's emergency fund? Right. Man, that's been haunting me for years. I'm working on it, but it's it it's feels hard. impossible. It's hard. It feels impossible, especially when it's, you have debt. Yeah, yeah. it's really hard. Because there are times where like I'm like, oh, she's got a cute little like Something. amount saved. And then like all of a sudden, like my car breaks down exactly. and it's like, we need $10,000. And I'm like, well, fuck, there goes my like savings. I remember with my old car. Uh, but I guess I mean. That was an emergency. It was like an, I, had exactly. to, I had to use the funds for an emergency, but then it's like you're back at like square square one. Yeah, but then it's like, I don't know. So like as somebody who has a lot of credit card debt, and I'm just going to use my car as an example. My first car broke down when I was like 24, 25, mm-hmm. the first time it broke down. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I, I had a little bit of an emergency mm-hmm. fund. And I was like, oh, 950 something dollars to fix my transmission or whatever that is an emergency for me yeah and i don't want to put it on my credit card i could have put it on my credit card Mm -hmm. and paid it off later but i was like no i'm gonna use the cash so was it painful to watch your checking account just take that massive hit it was but there when you're when you have a lot of credit card debt Mm -hmm. it feels good to not be adding to long-term debt you're just temporarily hitting well you feel good you're like oh my god like look at me i'm like adulting like Like adulting i I had an emergency i used my emergency cash to handle that emergency look at me well you feel good about yourself too because it's like you were in a spot where you could take care of something that like came up right and it's due to honestly like it does like i don't want to say that it's hard work but it is it's hard work and perseverance to save money it It is is hard it is this is a culture very much of spending so it is hard but when you start doing it and you use it correctly you start realizing it's there for a reason yes very nice uh so yeah i mean i don't have to go over there like we (laughs) talked about it like shit happens yeah you gotta life yeah life happens yeah you try to be as prepared as possible so lastly i just want to say that i mean everybody should start investing okay as soon as possible as soon as you are able to once you have the debt paid down and you got a little bit of an emergency fund set up you should invest yeah and that's even if it's just like a little over time so a little bit at a time so like (laughs) once you develop your savings invest your money yeah inflation will always grow faster than the interest rate in your savings account right uh this is why you should start investing as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Yeah. If you're having trouble putting aside money to invest, right. 
Uh, you can always try. There are apps out there that it. What it does is it rounds up the cents from every purchase that you make. Oh, okay. So like if you go to Seven Eleven and you spend seven dollars and twenty five cents, they take the seven. They take seventy five cents from you and they put it in an account. Oh, that's and nice. then you're able to and they're taking pennies from you at a time. Yeah. So then like in six days. months, like you could have like six hundred dollars in there or yeah. whatever, and then you can take that six hundred dollars and you can invest in something like you can buy stocks. You can do right. something with that. Right. That's one way that you. I mean, and you don't even have to think about it. It's automatic. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you don't. You won't notice pennies and cents coming out of exactly. your account and getting moved to your savings. Exactly. Yeah. But you will notice if you're like, I got to put away. That's another thing what people say. They're like, I got to put away $200 a month. And it's like, if you don't have $200 a right. month, if you have $10 a month, you put that away. Right. It's not about how much it's about doing it. As somebody who has been, well, who was living paycheck to paycheck for the majority of my life. Right. Um, yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. Because you, you, all of the money that I earn from working is going out, out which is very common, but it's yeah. like, you probably do have five or ten dollars right. a month over right. the course of a month, right. and it's you just got to prioritize it. Yeah, and people don't think that's much, but that's one hundred twenty dollars a year. Yeah, over five ten years, and yeah. also you you know you start you know with interest you'll start yeah. gaining more. So that's like <laughs> investing, very basic. Right. Just if you can do it, if you're in a good spot, do it, and try to get to a spot where you're able to do it as soon as possible if, I, if you are like me and you have debt you have to focus on your debt yes and it's um for me it's scary but it's like you got to chip away at it right and that's what i mean yeah that was their their number one question of like should you start investing is if you have a lot of credit card debt you need to you need to virtually get rid of that debt yes and like yeah yeah it's 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 financial literacy is weird it is it's almost everybody has debt but we, none of us know how to like manage it. Right. And we're never taught how to handle money. Right. We're just kind of like you graduate from high school and it's like Y equals MX plus B, but what's a W2? Yeah. Yeah. What's That's a, not. What's a 401k? What's a 401k? And it's like. Also, uh-oh. y'all hoes, uh-oh. if you have the option to be investing in a 401k. Do it. You need to be putting away money every paycheck to your 401k. Even when I was living paycheck to paycheck, I was contributing like eight to ten percent of my paycheck to my 401k you contribute as much as you absolutely can because yeah. the sooner you start investing in your retirement the better you'll feel when you're older yeah. so if you're in your 20s do it now if you're in your 40s it is not too late start investing now for real like it's literally never too late for real well thank you for listening to sipping tea uh make sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at sipping tea 303 and if you would like to follow me on instagram you can do so at mvp andy and you can follow me at Black Girl Jeeping on Instagram. So the name of the game for this next part is to hydrate yourself. Every time that I say the word podcast, you're going to want to take a uh, sip of my water. water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, make sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. And you can find our bi-weekly podcasts on all major podcast platforms. I got to pee. <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> this has been an MVP podcast, My Village Productions.